You're listening to the Thrive Matters Podcast, your weekly inspiration and resource for growth, practical skills and innovative solutions to thrive in your career, business, leadership, personal and professional development. From women in technology and your host, Barbara Mays, C.G. Browning, let's thrive together. Hello, Thrivers, and welcome to today's episode, This Time Next Year. I am so super excited about um, who we have in the building today. (laughs) We have Crystal Crosby, one of our own. She's in... um, Uh, She's with uh, Thrive Matters as a blogger. Um, Also, she's here with her husband, Chase. So let me give you a little bit about Crystal. She is a photographer and author. We're going to hear about that a little later. Um, She works in public affairs, and I call her a communication extraordinaire. I'm so excited about her. Chase, Chase. He is an attorney, a sports business expert, a professor, and an entrepreneur. So I am so happy to have them in studio today. I've known them for so long. They are like my own babies. (laughs) So I'm so happy to have them. Um, CG, who is usually here um, with me, she's visiting her mom for Mother's Day weekend. So happy Mother's Day, all of the mothers out there. We are so proud of what you're doing all day, every day. And you deserve not only tomorrow just to relax on Sunday. We're we're recording on Saturday, um, day before Mother's Day. But you deserve to relax and get spoiled every single day. So you know, really take advantage of this weekend. It's about you. So let's go ahead and get started and kick off uh, this episode with what's trending. So, Christo, what is trending in entertainment? So in honor of Mother's Day weekend, we have Serena Williams, who is mother extraordinaire. Yes. Um, as you may have seen, um, she her fans are going to have to wait a little bit for her comeback. I know everybody is so, ex- so excited. But she's actually been withdrawing from several of the upcoming tournaments. Um, if you recall, last year she took a 14-month break after she had her baby girl. Mm-hmm. She actually was pregnant whenever she won. Um, she won the Grand Slam. Are you serious? She was yes. pregnant? She was pregnant, wow. and she she won. She won. Um, so she's been taking some time off to really enjoy being a mother. She got married. Good for her. Um, and she tried to come back this year. She played in two tournaments. Yeah. She actually lost the last one and then was like, bloop, let me pause. Yeah. I need some time to get it together. Mm-hmm. And so um, there are two big tournaments that were coming up, the Madrid Open and the Italian Open. She said, I'm not going to be able to do those. Um, and people don't really know whenever she's going to come back. I hear mm. speculation that she might be playing in a tournament in July. Yeah. Um, but it's really unclear. Um, she also just recently launched her own HBO documentary, really? Being Serena, and she's just talking Aww. about being a mother and her excitement there and also her fear about coming back. The fear of failure oh. is always oh, there. that is so yes. real. So, wow. yeah, 
that's that's what's trending in entertainment. I must say that I am extremely proud of her mm-hmm. because in a day and age where it's all about the snapback, it's all about I know. seeing these I mothers know. who, yeah. you know, you have the baby and then you go right back to work. She's yeah, like the, the age of I can do it all, oh, yeah. I can do everything, I'm every woman. Yeah, Of course, and you remember we saw Princess Kate in the news. Um, yeah. She had her baby, and a few hours later, she was standing in front of the world <gasps> with makeup and hair. And so it's a big thing right now. But yeah. Serena, she's really just like, no, like 14 months wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the time to really prepare so I can come back yeah. strong. So, And that's okay. That. She's given us her all for a very long time. Mm-hmm. She started off as a teenager, and she has been doing it. You know, she's been serving, you know, so... I'm, you know, kudos to her for taking off. Serena, take as long as you want. We are here supporting you and whatever your decision is. And you are going to be and are a great mom. So good for you. Congratulations. So, um, yeah, so that's that's great. That's great. Now, what's going on in the tech world, Barb? So in the <laughs> tech world, this is uh, really super interesting to me. Uber is reinventing um, transportation industry. You know, um, they were uh, trendsetters in um, taxi service. And so now they are um, trying to discover a way to do air travel. What? Yeah, in the city. So like the Jetsons. So, you know, I'm a bit older than you all in the room, but I remember the Jetsons cartoons where, you know, all these cars was just flying around and it's like, whatever, whatever. But yeah, it's here. And the thing that's interesting is that they launched this whole think tank and initiative here in Dallas. Really? Here in Dallas. So Uber is partnering with the Rideshare Group, and they've developed um, what is called an Elevate Next Network. Mm-hmm. And so they had an Elevate conference recently in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So basically, the aircraft that they're building um, is going to be all electronic, and it will have vertical landing. So like a, yeah, like a helicopter that you know just kind of lands, doesn't need a runway. And I like it. I'm a I bit like concerned. this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some so time you before I hop on that. Let's hear your concerns. Let's hear Chase. You know. So let's hear from you, Chris. I just don't know, but I am the person who likes to let everybody else test the new product <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah. Let's get all the kinks <laughs> out. Let's make sure that it works, and then I might try it. But right. I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. So what's your biggest concern? That it's like. I, you know, you just mentioned something, landing on a pad, and I just, you know, and they they also, when you mentioned, I thought about the concept of the bullet train, mm. which they're also working to yeah. implement, where we can just travel at light speed, and yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm good with my car right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to stay there, um, but that's, that's great to hear. That's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear from you, Chase. What do you think about it? Uh, I'm on the complete opposite end of the spectrum as my <laughs> wife just because uh, of my commute. So working oh. in Fort Worth and then working in Dallas and sometimes having to go to Houston and Austin. The bullet train is an amazing idea to me <laughs> uh, as well as the is what Uber Air is, is working on. The only concern is how are they going to legislate and regulate kind of airspace, you know? That is getting true. Getting into... To what FAA territory, not to get too, you know, deep yeah. into into the 
alleys, but that would be my only concern is like, are we going to have lanes? <laughs> right. Flowers? Like, how are we going to know, know where to go? But certainly, if it can shorten my commute, I'm all for oh, it. Or yeah. reduce traffic, because traffic now is like... Traffic is crazy. Thank ridiculous. you for starting this in Dallas, people. Thank sure. you, Uber. No, really. <laughs> sure. But my question is, I just learned about the Uber rating whenever you take an Uber ride. Do you know anything oh, about that? Oh, no, no. You know, your your driver is, is, is scoring you. Oh, They're yeah. rating you. Oh, the driver is rating yes. me as a passenger? I thought that I'm just rating the driver. No, they oh, rate you also. Really? So will there be an Uber score with this? How will that work? Yeah, how does that work? Hmm. Do you, you know, how do you score your pilot? How does exactly. the pilot score the passenger in this case? I don't know. I'm, I am, you know what? I am all for this, but I, I am also a huge fan of testing. Oh, uh, <laughs> so yes. I do not want to be the first one in this aircraft and then like land in um, Target parking lot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> not the way I wanted to land, okay? So I do like that, but I am a huge fan of, you know, just this air travel. Um, I, Look, I figure like this. My next house, I would want a landing pad. <laughs> like, okay. Like right there, because the traffic is crazy. And um, I'm one of those drivers, that, oh, I hate to say it, I get impatient sometimes, mm-hmm. um, riding behind that person that you think is a lot of traffic in front of them, and then you change lanes, and it's nobody up there for miles. <laughs> so um, this air travel thing is going to be, yeah, I like it, but I, I want the testing to be, to be done exactly. first. Yeah. When are they supposed to start testing? Um, no, I don't know. All of this is they're building, they're in manufacturing right now, pulling a bunch of aircraft scientists together um, and testing all of this. And not just for passengers, but for packages. So this is great, too. And then, Chase, you mentioned something that sparked um, a thought in me about how they would regulate the airspace. So, you know, when um, the president is traveling, that's Air Force One. Like, that is the number one aircraft that should be in the air at that time. So what about in the city? If if the president gets out of the aircraft at the airport and then wants to zap to, you know, whatever yeah. hotel through this kind of Uber space, then all of our traffic stops. Because hmm. then that would be Air Force One. Yeah. That's true. So... Huh. Lots to think about, you know, lots to think about. But, you know, I don't want a bunch of aircrafts flying next to me (laughs) and stuff like that. Because then we're in a Star Wars situation on Earth. (laughs) We don't want that. (laughs) We We don't want that. All right. So let's talk about what's going on in our world. So, Barbara, what's going on in yours? Yeah, so what's going on in my world? I am, well, last time um, CG and I, we were talking about those work-related kind of requirements that you have to fulfill, like training, recertification, stuff like that. So I was able to get my recertification done, which was huge, um, very difficult test, but got through that. And I got another um trending certification. Uh, So I'm really happy about that. But one of the main things that I've been doing, which is my passion, it's been writing. Mm. Yeah, it's been writing. So I have been uh, writing more and 
um, blogging for my company and, you know, there's an upcoming publication, you know, they like my, my work. So I'm super excited about that to have somebody to be able to, you know, read my work and appreciate it. Yes. So yeah, that really feels good. And I'm kind of feeling like, a, hey, I'm not just writing. Maybe I'm a writer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that something? So what's going on in your world, Crystal? Um, so for me, I have been, you mentioned writing, I have been working on a book for what seems like 57 years. What? And I finally, I finally finished it. Um, Congratulations. I'm going through, I'm editing it, you know, we consume and consume and consume self-help and try to motivate ourselves wow. and it, it just wasn't pulling together, but I finally got it done and I'm very, very excited about that. So hopefully... I'll be able to push that out in the next month or so, get that off my plate. Wow. Um, I've also been working on my... Wait a minute, can I, oh, can I yep. just like... Rewind. The <laughs> mic needs to feel me or hear me smiling. You like oh. do not know how proud I am of you. Thank you. And um, I just wish you so much success with this book. I hope it's on the bestseller list and everything that comes along with it. Um, this woman is just very smart, sharp, beautiful, and she has great things to say. She's very unselfish um, about anything that she does, and she is constantly thinking about other people, women specifically. Um, she just has such a grateful heart. And, you know, I just love her so much. And she's just packaged so beautifully by God. And um, I just celebrate Amen. everything. <laughs> Listen to her husband. Amen. So, um, you know, I just am here to celebrate everything that you do. So I just needed to give you that shout out. Thank you so yep. much. Well that overdue. And so we'll continue much. to we'll continue to come. Thank, Thank you so yeah. much. That, that means so much. And I'm... Um, I'm excited. I hope it does well, too, but I'm learning the older I get. Like, success to me means sometimes just getting things done. Just getting things done. Ooh. Like, you know, yes. um, John Maxwell said that, um, you know, the two bookends of success are starting and finishing. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Wow. So to be able to start something and to finish, kudos to you. Yes, thank you. And kudos same to you. To you. Same to you, and I, I'm also, um, in addition to working, just also honing my photography craft. Yeah, my mother-in-law was awesome. She, um, she's always, you know, she she hears what people want to do and what their dreams are, and so she's mm -hmm. always investing in that. And so she bought that's me beautiful. a photography class where I can learn lighting and really become oh, the photographer I want to be. So I'm working on that also. So that that's is what's great. going on with me. That is great. That is great. I'm so super inspired, and I just started writing my book. So. Hearing that you're finishing, awesome. So, Chase, what's going on in your world? Uh, trying to keep up with this one, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> personally, just going through um, a few certification processes mm -hmm. so that I can continue my development as a professional in the sports business nice. space, um, in the legal space. Uh, also, working on a book. Um, <laughs> I feel you. like I start one. And then I get another idea, and I'm like, you know, I start working on that one. So just trying to hone that. But I did tell my wife that I was extremely proud of her yes. to kind of echo your sentiments. And as part of that, that, you know, seeing her completed and go through the to the edit, editing po portion, you know, uh, where she is right now, 
um, it really inspired me to yeah. really just, you know, push through it. So I'm working on that. And then um, I've been blessed and fortunate to be able to to do some things outside of, you know, um, I guess the day-to-day nine-to-five. Mm-hmm. And part of that is I uh, have my own consulting business. And so I'm currently consulting a sports media uh, company. Nice. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. It was yeah. a perfect transition from Forbes for me because mm-hmm. um, we're able to do some podcasting and some video and things well, like that. So nice. doing that. And then finally, I am uh, launching and have launched a business. My wife's been uh, wow. instrumental in that. So just working through that, got the website up, running the LLC, cool. certificate formation, all that stuff is done. It's now just marketing and getting it out there. And really, to your point and, um, you know, that you said about John Maxwell, just really navigating that we've started. Yes. You know, now let's let's finish. And, and let's that finish is that. kind of the first, you know, pillar of success. So really just just trying to get there. Wow. I am <laughs> so basically. I'm sitting in front of a power couple. <laughs> She's just, more power. Than let's me. just call it what <laughs> it is. And Chase, I, you know, I'm it. just, I'm, I, you know, I'm excited uh, about you and just seeing um, your growth. I I know them from youth, and so seeing your diligence and your delight and discipline to get through, you know. Chase, you know, he had a dream and was, you know, going through his whole education and he stayed diligent through it. And that just blessed my heart, you know, to just watch that from a distance. And you never know how many lives you touch just um, by people seeing you and seeing what you do. So, you know, kudos to you being a man who follows his dream a man who delights in, you know, what he wants to do. And that delight brings discipline to get it done. Wow. So it's, it's just, it's just very great. Um, Can I just add that? And also it's so funny because my husband and I were speaking on the way here, how much we just commend your ability just to not give up and your work ethic and everything like that. And listeners, I'm great friends with her daughter who Mm. is absolutely just, wonderful, wonderful family. And I often just talk about how proud I am of you. And I don't know why I'm getting teary. Oh, <laughs> I'm about to cry. Um, how... Turn the mic off. Uh, you know. <laughs> just how much you, uh, you inspire me with your work ethic and, you know, the podcast and just, you know, I'm around to hear about your dreams and the different things that you want to do. And I just commend you. And I'm often you. praying for you and your ability you. to do everything that you want to do. And yeah. Continue to not give up because you're inspiring us just by what you do. It's it's amazing to see that. So thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, she's making me tear up. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, <so>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is going but on? but yeah, you know, I just I just feel like um I am here to, you know, really help and support other people with their purpose and dream and help them to get there. Um one of the things that I am going to be doing down the road is, um, or not too far down the road, I like to gather some people together, hear about their big dreams and say, hey, how can we sprint this out? Mm. What can you do? Let's pick something that you're going to be able to um, stand up in 
you know, 30 days or whatever and hit those major milestones and just be with you um, on that journey because it's nothing like seeing accomplishments made, you know, through and through. Down the road is down the road. I want to be whatever, president, a surgeon, whatever. But, you know, we have to start looking at those um, milestones that are in the middle. So kudos to both of you, and I'm excited about what you're doing. And welcome now to our Pay It Forward section. Um, this story really, really touched me. Um, usually we do uh, pay it forward kind of ideas, but I have a pay it forward story that just recently happened. Um, and it's James Shaw. He is heralded as a hero. And he was the guy, 29-year-old um, young man who was in a Tennessee Waffle House um, one Sunday morning, and a gunman came in and started shooting. And he saw an opportunity to um, wrestle the gun away from the uh, the gunman. And I love what he said. He, he said, I figured if I was going to die, he was going to have to work for it. And the funny thing about it is he felt like he was being selfish and saving his own life. But, you know, the nation gathered around and said, nope, you are a hero and was very thankful for what um, he did. And the things that he did, what I would consider paying it forward was that later that day, he went to church with his father and prayed for the victims. Like, wow. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. And then he decided that he wanted to keep in touch with the survivors. And next he started a GoFundMe page. So, you know, just deep, deep pay it forward things where, you know, he did something heroic right then and there. And he wants, you know, positivity um, to con and hope to continue in the lives of the victim. And then he's also paying it forward for us to, to know that we don't have to be just bystanders, bystanders in a traumatic situation. So I'm feeling like he's helping me get my Avengers on, like he needs to yes. be the next Avenger. <laughs> so, you know, not to say that I want to be involved in that, but, you know, just in case something happened, gunman, watch out for Barb, all right? So <laughs> let's hear your thoughts on this. I actually think that's a phenomenal story. It's unfortunate that... Um, Gosh, three people lost their lives and four mm -hmm. were injured, but you're absolutely right. He was so selfless. Um, I did read that the GoFundMe has raised more than $230,000. Ooh. Um, $230,000. Wow, and um, also, as an extension of that, his alma mater, Tennessee State University, established a scholarship in his name. Wow. So based on his paying it forward, nice. it, it's, it, it's a ripple effect. And mm -hmm. now his school started that scholarship fund so someone else can benefit from that. Yeah. Um, it's it's incredible. I also, you know, I'm praying for him and I'm hoping that he gets the help that he needs, whether it's right. therapy or anything like that, because I'm yeah. sure that was a very traumatic experience. Yes, but I'm so was. grateful that he had the courage to step I in know. and stop that gunman. Mm -hmm. So Whew. Amazing. How about you, Chase? I mean, I just think the, I mean, you both kind of touched on it that the story is amazing uh it was a it was a selfless act i think everything that he's done even after 
the fame and after the notoriety has been selfless. Um, yeah. I believe he went on Ellen, and I actually saw this a, a couple weeks ago, and she surprised him with uh, with Dwayne Wade. That was like his Aww, his hero, nice. and I think Dwayne Wade said said something along the lines of, you know, it was. I think he tweeted it. It was something along the lines of. You know, uh, you don't get to meet a, a real hero every day, mm. you know, c- yeah. society and culture. And I'm kind of part of the problem. I'm in that space. You know, we idolize these professional athletes and entertainers. Right. But, you know, this particular story reminds us that, you know, each one of us has something special inside of us. And, and uh, I mean, he was presented with an opportunity to to impact lives yeah. in a positive way. And, and he did it. So, you know, kudos to him. I think it was awesome. Yeah, that's very great. And. The, the thought that he had that day, it's two thoughts that I have, but the thought that he had that day where, or that moment where this gunman is shooting and he decided, no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to be the next victim or if I am, he's going to have to work for it. And then he, he just stands there. You ever thought about what you would do in that moment or... You don't, that's the thing, you don't want to ever think about it, but too many times it has happened mm. in our country where somebody gets a hold of a gun and they're, they come into a public spot and next thing you know, um, something happens. Right. But, you know, do we all have that, do we have, do you have that bravery inside of you to think that? How do, you know? Gosh, I, I don't know. And also, in this case, uh, they said that whenever Mr. Shaw grabbed the barrel of the AR-15 gun, um, somehow the gunman dropped his coat. And in the coat, they later found several rounds of ammunition. Ooh. And so, mm-hmm. gosh, you you can't imagine what would happen yeah. after that. But I don't know what I would do. I would I would say that I would probably hide. Right. But thinking yeah. to grab the barrel of the gun, and it if wouldn't. you've seen in pictures, like yeah. he had so many burns on mm-hmm. his hand and his arm from that, I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know. I think in those moments, right, you like to think that you would be able to have that same level of courage, mm-hmm. but until you're faced with that. You don't know. You don't, you don't really know. Yeah. You don't really know. I think we... Um, the, the Parkland shooting in, in Florida, you know, there was mm-hmm. a coach that um, basically used his body as a shield yeah. while, you know, other people reportedly, you know, ran away that it was kind of their duty to, to, to be in there, you know, law enforcement. Yeah. So I, I don't know, you know, I would like to think that I would be brave, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know. What yeah. he did was tremendous. It was absolutely tremendous. It, it really was. And, you know, I wonder how evolutionary um, this kind of concept is um, because when things like this happens, the guy using the body as his body as a shield, and then um, what James did, it, it evokes thought that you know I don't have to you know sit here and take it, and you know how much do I feel about my fellow man? How much do I feel about my own life at that moment? But I will. I can't say what I would do. You know, in that moment. Um, I, th- I think I would try to help, you know, people because I love people um, so much and we all do. Um, but I definitely can say that I would be like him that would just like go to church and pray. Yeah, for sure. Like even in the state of shock, you know, just like just go to church and pray. So I, I love that. So um, I am, you know, 
um, to James Shaw, if he ever hears this, thank you and God bless you. And, um, you know, you've really helped the nation and help us um, to, you know, kind of think about um, think about people in these circumstances in a different way and know that um, we don't have to be afraid because, you know, God may have planted um, a hero in the midst of us. So exactly. kudos to Absolutely. you, James. And in that same vein of gratefulness, I just, you know, my husband mentioned the, the teacher who used his body as a shield. Just thank you to our teachers oh, and, yes. you know, any of your listeners who are in law enforcement, anyone who puts their life right. on the line every day, just a big thank you, thank you, thank you to you as well. Yeah, thank so. you. Thanks to you all. All right. Now it is time for the self-care segment. So, Crystal, uh, what are you doing for self-care right now? So, for me, something that I'm really, 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 really trying to get down is establishing a routine for myself. Every day, nice. weekends, I'm giving myself a break. Um, but that routine primarily consists of Instead of getting in the bed and getting on my phone or watching TV, mm -hmm. I definitely want to do more reading. Nice. That makes me sleepy anyway sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so it definitely helps. Um, but I want to do that, and I'm trying, trying is a, is a key word there, to wake up earlier in the morning. I work from home, um, which can be a bit of a struggle sometimes because I can just roll over and get on my phone and email. Right. But I'm trying to wake up early and get a little workout in, some yoga, something to wake my body up, and drink a smoothie or some hot tea, mm -hmm. something healthy. So just really trying to get that routine going. Yeah. Um, another thing that I'm doing is I know that we're in a day and age when everyone is into these diets and health fads, as they call them. These trends, which kudos to anyone who is disciplined enough to stick to that. Yeah. I am not quite yet. <laughs> but what I do do is I try to, um, I just listen to my body mm -hmm. um, and to see what it needs. And, and as a matter of fact, some of the trends are, as I'm sure we're aware, vegan, vegetarian, Whole30, paleo diet, pescatarian, which is seafood but no other meat. I also read about a few other ones. Did you know there's a tapeworm diet? Oh, yeah. What so is what that? what you do is you take a tapeworm egg, you consume that. Oh, the tapeworm, hold on. Right. Okay. <laughs> Wait, first. let me not interrupt you. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. <laughs> it's for weight loss. And so you take that huh. and then whenever you're at your desired weight, your doctor prescribes something um, to kill off the tapeworm. Okay. So. May I speak right now? Yes. Oh. Please do. <laughs> Insert something. Oh, my God. You seem perplexed. People are doing this? People are doing that. They are. It's it's dangerous, so I definitely don't encourage Very anyone to do that. that. So... Um, but this one, there's also a cotton ball diet where people consume cotton balls that are drenched in orange juice. Don't ask me what that does. Mm. But it gets a little bit crazy. It really does. It does. So but for me self-care not to do take don't, worm. don't do that. <laughs> That's the disclaimer. Don't do that. Don't do that. Here we have the attorney right here. Exactly. Just to let you know that we do not endorse the consumption of. Exactly. <laughs> but for me, I think it's it's absolutely about listening to your body. I think I've gotten pretty good yeah. with that. Um, for me, I know whenever my body needs protein. I know whenever I need to, to eat something a little heavier. And I also know when I need to cut back on meats and different things mm, like that. Yeah. So as for me in my house, 
What I try to do is I try to incorporate a vegan or a vegetarian meal. A yeah, few that's nice. nice. Just, just something to kind of ease that in there. I'm not quite at the 100% vegan and vegetarian level, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, trying to drink more water. Like I mentioned, my smoothies, avocado mm-hmm. is great for ho- hormone balancing. So trying yeah. to just really eat one a day, put those in my smoothies. And also I love, love, love kombucha tea. If you're mm. unfamiliar with that, it is a fermented yeah, yeah. tea. Um, it has probiotics that are great for gut health. Mm-hmm. And if you're experiencing brain fog or just really having trouble focusing, mm-hmm. your gut might need some some help. Right. So I love kombucha. So all in all, just really trying to establish a routine and trying to listen to my body and see what it needs. So... You guys, what are what are Chase? What are what are you doing for self care? Well, I mean, I live with you, so, so you have no choice. <laughs> I guess eating healthier is uh, is not really an option an option in our household. Um, uh, but definitely trying to trying to eat better, get back into a routine similar to what you said. I'm really trying to commit to getting back up in the mornings, having my quiet time with nice. the Lord, and uh, and then hitting the gym. Some days I succeed. And I feel it, and it feels awesome. And then other days, I fail, and I also feel that, and it feels terrible. So, um, you know, that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Routine, eat better, work out, um, redo our wardrobe. You know, okay. you look better, you feel better, Aww, you nice. feel better, you, you do. perform so better, cute. right? So and, cute. Um, you know, so that's kind of a few things that I'm working on. Yeah, um, me too. I work from home uh, right now. And so just establishing um, that time management routine. Um, And I know, Crystal, you were um, talking about mindfully crafting a productive environment. I love um, how you you wrote that and uh, what makes the environment um, productive or, you know, gives you the ability to be most creative in my case because I'm doing a lot of writing. Um, so I have been um, kind of experimenting with with where is my best flow. Um, for instance, this week I went to Panera Bread um, just to see if that level of energy was going to be more productive for me to be creative. At one point it was very noisy, whatever, Um, And then at other points, you know, it just kind of mellowed out. So I am just trying to find where I'm most productive. I was, you know, born and raised with a big family. So, um, (laughs) you know, having to do homework, you know, with noise in the background, that's just, you know, that's totally okay with me. But, you know, just really being able to find that productive place um, and having the time management and I'm also, you know, all about the fitness kick now and gut health. So I do smoothies all the time, and I have been adding some probiotic um, to that for greater gut health. There's a lot to be said about, um, you know, the current effects of that on the body and also the future effects, um, you know, that may that, that could lead to improper gut health. They, you know, are linking it to Alzheimer's or, you know, just different kinds of um, mental um, kind of uh, issues uh, relating to the brain. So, you know, gut health being important. And I just am working on um, what's good for my diet. If I eat this meat, you know, how do I feel? You know, 
things like that, but I definitely have decreased sugar. Yes. Yeah. Oh. How did you do that? Oh, that's a it's tough. Us. So hard. Oh my God! I had the biggest sweet tooth. So over the years, like, so I love coffee, and I would do the the coffee and I mean the the cream and the sugar. So then I took out the sugar and I just do the cream. So there's still you know some some sugar content there, but you know I just slowly but surely stepped away. Um, you know, and as I was stepping away. I would like at work, they would have like little snicker bites or whatever. I take one and then just my body would go crazy. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that feeling anymore. So that helps me to, to decrease sugar. So I don't, I don't really, you know, want it a lot. Wow. Yeah. So I like the proteins, the veggies, (laughs) um, you know, adding the little fruit and, you know, uh, vegetables, you know, have a good amount of carbohydrates in there, just enough, you know, for the energy that we need. So I just want to eat just enough for my body to um, not only survive, but thrive. And um, that's it. And not overdo it. Because if you if you consume, and not to say that I don't make mistakes, but um, the most recent time that I can remember consuming sugar, that next morning, I'm like, okay, who am I? What am I? I felt like a zombie. You know, and it took so much, and my body needed some protein to counteract all of that. But then I'm I'm in the middle of the day, and it's like I lost productive time. Mm. You know, so just listening to my body. Exactly, it definitely takes planning ahead and preparing mm-hmm. to get into that routine. And once you yeah. do, I guess like you mentioned, it's it's easier to get that rolling. But I'm still at the routine phase. <laughs> You're so, so pray am I. for me. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we all are. We all are. All right, so let's talk about Get My Life. Yes. And Barb, you kind of introduced this, started talking about it a bit, but I wanted to delve further into mindfully crafting your productivity environments. Yes, please And so what that basically means is creating an environment for yourself where you can be the most productive. Mm. So I want to know, Chase and Barb, what your top three tips are for finding and locking into your productive zones. Mm. Wow, Chase, you want to go first or you want to? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take a shot at it for sure. I think timing is very important for me. Um, I've noticed I'm most productive before noon. Um, mm. usually early in the morning up until noon, I get the majority, like 80 to 85% of work done for the day before noon. Post lunch is kind of, <laughs> it's a struggle for me. Uh, it's a struggle for me all the way up to about, I don't know, eight or eight or nine o'clock at night. Um, when I'm usually getting home, we're having dinner and then I'm able to, to get back on the laptop or do some reading, get some work done until two, two or three in the morning. So I either have to hit it hard early in the morning or late at night. Usually the middle of the day is kind of trying to pull through it. But maybe, to your point, <laughs> if I get off the sugar, I might feel better. <laughs> I definitely might feel better. That's really good. That is really good. Um, finding um, my greatest time of productivity. I, I think I am like a – I kick in, even though I'm up, and about, I, I really kick in about 9.30-ish, and I can go strong until about, you know, 6 or 7. 
um, with things. So I'm not, you know, an early riser if I don't have to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't have to be, hello, rest of the people who are not early risers. Um, but I want, you know, so I, I have to a lot of times, and I am exploring the idea of getting up early and getting some extra things done, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have a list of things to do. Why not get up a little bit earlier? Um, I do believe in, you know, setting an environment and a tone that, you know, mindfully crafts your productivity, um, depending on what you do. Um, is it structured or is it creative? Um, if you have to do something structured, then, you know, um, check and see what the best environment for that structure is. If you are doing something creative, check and see what that is. Um, working in the IT industry, we are both. Um, and so my best um, environment is really seeing like those modern contemporary clean lines because those lines represent the structure of what I need to do for code and build and things like that. And then I also like to see like pops of color and things like that because that helps me to know, hey, I can create in this environment and think outside the box, think of other ways to be able to, you know, um, to, to solve a problem um, for the users in a not so, you know, standard expected way. So, I, you know, it just depends on what you, what kind of work you want to do and complete. And um, so, you know, putting yourself in that, that environment. That's phenomenal. I think so. You both mentioned peak hours, um, oh, kind of yeah. knowing when you're the most productive at what point in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are absolutely right. It definitely depends on the work that you are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, as far as my structured hours go, um, for my my nine to five, my job, I am the most productive maybe before lunch. Um, I tend to wake up because I am more of a creative person. Yeah. I get excited about what I can create today. Nice. Um, but it's it's also wise to know what can go on your plate for that day <laughs> yes. um, and what kind of needs to be put off for a later day. So mm-hmm. for me... Um, that might be drafting an agenda so I can organize my thoughts, see what I can get done that day, see what I can put off for the next day. Um, I also am the most productive in my office. Um, oh, nice. Because I work from home, like I mentioned. Excuse me. Um, you know, my office is it's amazing. It's, it's my little safe place. There's mm-hmm. lots of lighting. I have it decorated like yeah. I want to, and it's also very, very clean. So I'm mm-hmm. able to, when I walk in there... I've trained my mind to to know that this is my spot where I work. Yeah. Um, right. Now, now I've tried working in the bed. I've tried rolling over, grabbing <laughs> yeah. my phone. Yeah, no, I can't. It do does that. not yeah. work. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to be in a place that's completely silent, mm-hmm. but I have learned that having a TV on d- does not work. Yeah, throughout <laughs> the day. So something else that I do do that inspires my creativity and productivity, puts that on another level, is I listen to podcasts. Yes. Something that's educational, um, something that just really inspires me and motivates me to, to keep going, to keep mm-hmm. grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just a few tips for me. Um, I did mention knowing um, what to put on my plate for that day and knowing what to take off. Yeah. Barbara, I know this is an area that you have mastered and you speak very well to. <laughs> can you can you add a little context to that? Yeah, I can. Um, 
you know, the whole plate thing. So, you know, you, you, you have what you ultimately want to get done, but then there's only 24 hours in a day to do it. And, you know, it's, it's about spending the right amount of energy um, to stand up those goals through your daily tasks that you're doing. Um, and it, it, it's pretty dynamic sometimes if we were to think about a work environment because you know the goals of your department and things like that um, that your manager has set before you um, and even Chase being an entrepreneur, things like that that we have goals to do. But And you say, I'm going to do this today. This is what's on my plate today or what's on my calendar today. And something else comes up and, you know, bogarts, you know, the very task for you to complete. So it's, you know, about, you know, what are these daily tasks that are have tos and being able to stand up and take courage. Like, I have to get this done, um, especially at, at, at work, too. Um, sometimes, you know, different people are coming with different projects and it's a matter of priority. So, you know, it's setting priority and standing up and say, hey, you know, this has to get done. And then there are other times where it's like, well, this this task really doesn't have to get done today. I can move this other task on and be flexible. And one of the things, Crystal, thank you for asking me about this, that I'm learning, too, is putting those buffers mm -hmm. in our schedule, you know, right. for life stuff. Um, for, you know, interruptions. And that way we're not so caught off guard. So then how can we do that? If you figure it takes 10 minutes to do a certain thing, give yourself 20 or 30 just to be able to handle that buffer. And if you don't need it, if no event came in and disrupted or interrupted um, that 10 minutes, you've got, you know, 20 more minutes on that calendar to excel at that task you know, to reach beyond and say, how can I do it better? So, yeah, I'm in the discovery zone about all of that, too. That's fantastic. And as a caveat to that is also identifying your time thieves, identifying the things. Oh, I love that, Crystal. Yes, that come in and, and 10, 20 minutes later, you're <laughs> like, how did I end up scrolling wow. on Instagram ah. for this long? Okay, what you're in it. What am I doing it. in this show? <laughs> so really yes. identifying those things. So maybe um, hmm. if you really want to get something up, for me, it was the book. It might be, okay, going in the office, leaving my phone in the room. Setting a timer right. for an hour. Right. Um, and, and also leaving time for the things that I want to do, mm -hmm. um, be it the scrolling or whatnot. So really honing in and identifying those things so that you can be more and more productive. So. <laughs> Crystal, you I'm telling you, like, you are in it. Time thieves. That, I mean, that's for real. Isn't it, Chase? Yeah. That is so... <laughs> for sure. For real. And I experience that on a daily basis. And it's like what... And, and then you can catch yourself. Like, it's it's almost like you need God to hold the remote, like, on you. What are you doing? <laughs> Switch back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, because, like, you got like, you got to shake yourself out of that. Um, thievery and then back into, you know, <laughs> what you were doing, what you were doing. Um, and I, I'm also thinking about um, in some, you know, things that I'm, you know, doing here on the side that's emerging to the forefront is asking myself 
and people, what are the hindrances and obstacles? Before you mm. even start, before you even go down to the starting blocks and run that race, what is the hurdle? What are the hurdles? What are the obstacles that you're going to have to face? Because you have to identify those and not let them like creep out of the closet and say, boo, mm. you know, on you and put you at risk for time. So um, that's, you know, kind of what I'm, yeah, but yeah. you know, I got to practice it and before I, you know, put it out there. But you know, that's just, that's, those are just some things that's coming to the forefront. And, you know, when we, um, when I'm, you know, deciding to help people and coach people on really getting to their place called there in time. Chase. Yeah, I think um, time thieves, and then you said what are the hurdles to to even getting started? I think you know fear is a big one. At least, oh, at God. least for me, right? It's it's the Ooh. the internal <laughs> right. Get my life. Get it's my the, life. It's the internal struggle between a great idea and the execution of that idea, and the and the the even if you don't know the confidence um, mm -hmm. to to press through it yeah, and the feeling like I don't have to know all of the answers before I get started. The reality sure. is, is you won't, there are some things that you got to learn on the job, right? On the uh, when you're going through the process. But I know for me, uh, one of the biggest hurdles has always been fear, you mm. know, the fear of failing. Me what too. if it doesn't work out? What if, um, you know, I say something wrong or I do something wrong or this, you know, something goes wrong or someone disagrees with my perception mm -hmm. or perspective or or my voice. And, right. you know, and, and at the end of the day, I think that, you know, I think you get to a place where, you know, certainly my foundation as, as a believer, as a Christian, my foundation is, you know, is God. And you mm -hmm. get to a place where you just realize that there is a, a, a bigger purpose and yeah. there's a plan that God has set, right? And and so in my pursuit of him, I pursue what he lays before me. And at the end of the day, everything right. else doesn't really matter. And, you know, you win some, you learn some. But yeah. uh and I'm sure we'll get to that later. But certainly yeah. that's uh that's been an impediment you know, to me to get, you know, for getting started. And so, I tell you, these two people, <laughs> my God, this power couple, you know, you, like, I, that fear is real. Right. You know, fear is real. And speaking of, like, what do, what's a hindrance? Um, and I've, I've dealt with, and I think that I'm 95%, um, you know, through overcoming fear of success. Mm. Wow. Now, that is very real, too. That is. Fear of success. Um, and for myself, and I don't know about other people, but it's something undealt with yes. in my life that's like a boogeyman that could creep out. You know, what if you do get there? Mm. You know, what about that? <laughs> and so, you know, just kind of working through that. And now I'm like, okay, it is what it is. And really thinking about... You know, the hand, if we can if we can say that the hand is the essential place of production or the metaphor for producing things in life that we want to do, then there are um, inputs that go into your hand producing, like your heart and your mind. What's on your mind? I'm not talking about Facebook, what's on your mind. Um, I'm not talking about a Facebook, but I'm like, what's really on your mind? Is there something 
on your mind that is a potential hindrance? Is there something in your heart that's undealt with that's preventing your hand from producing? So we have to be able to take time and um, pause for those areas before we, you know, put our hands to work to plow. Because you start plowing, you start doing it, and next thing you know, it tiptoes in or whatever mindset or whatever feeling. And you're right, God, you know, he's the one that lays out the plans for us and everything. And it's like, oh, God, you know, teach (laughs) me, help me, (laughs) help me. So now, like I said, thank you, Lord, that, you know, I am like, 95 or whatever percent in overcoming that is, you know, I'm really trying to understand, um, or he's been helping me understand the why, why is it that you want to do this and really, you know, anchor down and hold on to the why, why I'm doing it. And, um, and then also when troubles come, it's like, God, who do you want to be in me or through me this very moment that you couldn't be before this? Mm. You know, yeah. what, who do you want me to mer- emerge, you know, into in this moment in time that I couldn't be for this particular circumstance? So then it's all about God and, you know, him. Absolutely. I think that that's important. The last things you said and then, you know, I'll kick it to Crystal. But, yeah, you know, I think we're, we're always evolving. We're always growing. Yeah. And sometimes we God allows us to be placed uh, in certain situations mm-hmm. to pull out things that we didn't necessarily know <laughs> yes. were in us. And right. I think that that is one of the most beautiful, you know, things and, and it, it identifies the, the genius or exhausts the genius of, of, of God is mm. the fact that he realizes that sometimes you do have to go to those uncomfortable places so that you can pull out the strength that you thought, mm. you know, you didn't have or the, the joy that you thought you didn't have yeah. or the peace or, you know, or the wisdom. Right. Uh, even so. Yeah, exactly. I know that. And I know we're going to kind of talk about that, but this year in particular, I have definitely been faced with a lot of challenges where I've been like, okay, God, like, why am I here? Right. And they might seem like small things, but to me, they're big things. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, it's speaking in front of uh, people or presenting something for work Mm -hmm. and different things like that. But there has not been one time that I have faced one of those challenges where I have regretted it. I've always felt like, wow, like I do have those things Mm -hmm. inside of me, like my husband said. And, you know, just one more fear for me is, you know, I'll get to the very edge of something and then I'll stop because it's fun and it's convenient and it's comfortable to dream. So when you actually put in the work and it's time to prove to yourself first Mm -hmm. and others, this is what it is, Mm -hmm. it's scary. It really is. And so I struggle to get past that. But for me, what what helps get back into that productive space and helps me move past that is shifting my focus from this is an opportunity for me to show others or to display this to patting myself on the back and being proud of myself for, as I mentioned earlier on in our conversation, like kudos to you for getting it done. Mm-hmm. That's the definition of success. Right. So. Patting, being able to pat yourself on the back is yeah. definitely huge. Yes. That's something that uh, I've actually learned from my wife. I'm not great at it. Um, I'm more methodical, I think, and mm-hmm. in some regards to always focused on the next thing. And, What I found is that sometimes you get into it, you accomplish something, you feel good about it momentarily, but then you're on to the next thing and you get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. um, because it's like, man, why am I not getting there? Why am I not getting there? And then 
you know, um, she's always has to remind me, but look at all the things that, that God has already opened and done. And I mm-hmm. think that that is a source for everybody, you know, listening and then us in, in here right. to really learn to take a step back and, and admire, you know, the heights you've reached yes. and the doors that have yeah. been open um, yeah. so that, you know, life is <laughs> more joyful and, uh, and pleasant. That's so beautiful. You know, I, oh gosh, this is so great um, because I, I'm thinking about um, the retrospective and yeah. keeping or putting um, time on your leaving white space in your calendar for the retrospective. Um, or to retrospect, um, how did it go? Was I moving at the right pace? Was I moving too fast? Did I do this at a at hundred miles per hour where it could have been 60 and I could have, you know, enjoyed um, smelling the flowers during that time? Or was I moving 30 miles per hour when I should have been moving more at a hundred? Um, what are my lessons learned? And that pat yourself on the back and embrace, you know, so that's so good. This is, this is just, you know, I just love listening um, to you two. You guys are, are really great. And I, I'm just going to go ahead and step into the main topic um, called This Time Next Year. You know how we always say, um, what do you want to be doing in five years or 10 years? And I got to thinking about that. Um, five and 10 years, that's kind of far away. It's pretty roomy. Um, and it gives opportunity for people like me who procrastinate, not very proud of it, but um, I do. And so um, I thought about the question, where do we want to be this time next year? Because it, 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 it makes you realize the moment that you're at now and it's, you know, 12 months on the calendar from that. So let's talk about this time next year and, and where we want to be, what we want to stand up, what we want to have accomplished, um, what we want to be doing, where we want to be, those things like that. So who wants to grab the mic first? <laughs> My wife is pointing to me. <laughs> Go um, ahead, Chase. Sure. So, you know, I think this time next year, I certainly want to be free. And yeah. what I mean by that is just have the ability to choose. Um, mm. God has blessed us, my wife uh, and myself, to to already be in a position where we can do some different things. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, you know, freedom in, in, in our case means being able to have our own businesses that are, you know, kind of self-sufficient and yeah. sustaining. So we're not having to take money from from over here and put yeah. it into the business to, to fund the business where they, you know, were able to, to hire people and employ them full time and, and give them, you know, careers and opportunity to earn their keep and, and provide for their family. So that's kind of one aspect of it. Another aspect is for me to, um, to further develop professionally. And mm-hmm. that means, you know, going through the process of, of being licensed in the state of Texas, Texas as an attorney. So going through that process mm-hmm. and, you know, going through the process of of getting my certifications and, you know, in, in sports business from uh, from an agent contract agent standpoint. So working through that, I think overall for me this time next year, we, we hope to have a kid or ah, two. Right. Or, or five. Right? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, or, or five. Um, you know, uh, so so that's Beautiful. definitely huge from from a family standpoint, yeah. from a monetary standpoint, just the businesses. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, ultimately, um, you know, I certainly want to just be on the path that, that God has for me. And if mm-hmm. it comes, if anybody's listening and it comes yeah. <laughs> with, you know, a preaching invitation, yeah. I am, I'm here. I'm <laughs> yes, ready for it. You know? excellent. <laughs> but, um, no, seriously, you know, just really whatever doors that, that God yeah. opens, but I certainly, you know, see so much mm-hmm. and I know God's invested so much in all of us. And, you know, so I feel a great responsibility. Like, God, I got to get it all out. I got to get it all out. Like, I got to write 100 books. I got to start (laughs) 10 businesses. (laughs) I got to represent 50 athletes, you know. I got to do all these different things right now. And, you know, what I'm I'm learning is to really just trust God's plan, even Mm -hmm. though sometimes you feel like, man, you're not moving fast enough. I'm moving fast enough. Um, So I'm trying to do my part, but then also give space and have trust to walk out what God's plan is for us. So, but hopefully, we have one or two kids. Oh, right, or five. Sure. Nice. Or, or five. <laughs> I don't know where all they going to stay, but. <laughs> <or five. laughs> um, oh, yeah. So what I want to be doing next year, um, well, you know, I'm always thinking about, like, motherhood is just so very important to me. Like, I have... Um, two of the most beautiful children in the world. And, um, you know, they're just doing very great. And I I think that um, a lot of what I do, um, I want to do as a launch pad for them. Um, That, you know, they don't have to go through any of unnecessary steps that, you know, here, mom's done this, go ahead and take the ball and run with it. So I love that. And then I have, um, you know, grandchildren. And it's like, you know, I really um, love that investment in them. And um, my oldest, she's just so super smart. She's my little genius. And, um, (laughs) you know, really investing um, in them. So this time, you know, next year, I want to have um, done a lot of projects with them so that they can grow in STEM-related um, things. So that's my, you know, contribution to the family. And then my writing, I want my book, (laughs) um, to be published well before then, um, want to also be able to help people who have these big, massive plans and, um, to, to get those plans done. Cause there's a way to get it done and enjoy life also. So, um, have some opportunities, um, uh, where, you know, some speaking engagements, an opportunity to launch that, um, in Oklahoma, and so hopefully that's going to be um, coming up and just growing as a speaker, um, which I love, love, love to do, and um, and an author, and just being a general, you know, better human being. <laughs> so that's what I want to be doing uh, this time next year. That's excellent. Um, for me, I, I have to be honest, whenever I'm asked this question, I get a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. I do because I think that in this instant you're always expected to have a plan. Yes. And something that my husband and I often talk about is, you know, I get really discouraged sometimes because, you know, growing up, I've always been the type of person who had a A, B, C, D, all the way to Z plan. Yeah. What yeah. I was going to do, where I was going to be. And God said, How about no? Let's <laughs> just take this, you know, take this away. And so I'm learning to relinquish my control. Mm. And so you mentioned the question earlier, where do I want to be next year? And yes. for me, I'm focusing on who I want to be Ooh, next year. Um, of 
course, I can say, you know, I would love to, you know, I've been talking about getting a studio for my photography. We've been, my husband and I have been talking about joint ventures and, and business and real estate and different things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the book and, you know, I love women empowerment and different things like that. So many passions I have, but my focus is who Crystal wants to be next year. And that's someone who knows that you don't have to be fearful. You don't have to feel the pressure of having to prove anything. All you have to do is be who you were created to be and enjoy life, enjoy what you were given and establish a good work ethic using the routines, implementing the things that we talked about in previous segments and you're going to be fine. So that's who I want to be next year. In addition to the five or 10 kids, I'm just saying. (laughs) <laughs> Motherhood. You just doubled it. So Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> <You just> doubled- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So that is that is so very good. Um, you know, when we talk about this time next year, and I know we all have our goals and things like that, um, I encourage that we can write down what what would be an example of hey, I arrived at that spot. You know, what's my example? Like I said, huh, being a better human being. Like, how do, how is that going to be measured so that this time next year, I'll be able to look and see if I've accomplished that? So, you know, throughout the, throughout the year, just us thinking about, or right now, thinking about, how does that look if you were to measure that? How would that look tangibly um, so that we know that we are accomplishing that? And what um, um, we were talking about earlier, um, Chase and, and Crystal, you know, that patting yourself on the back moment, because this time next year, you want to have a plan to pat yourself on the back. <laughs> yeah. You want to have a plan to thank God. You want to have a plan to say, God, you got the glory out of X, Y, Z, you know, so what is that X, Y, Z? So I, I'm really, you know, want to be honing in on those tangibles of everything that I've, you know, spoke about, you know, and, and I encourage everybody um, to do that so that we know that we are accomplishing um, what our thoughts say. Such wisdom. I'm over here taking notes and just writing things down <laughs> and just leaning from that. That is, that's excellent. Um, I did I did buy a journal to do just that, to write things down. Mm-hmm. I um, have just been, I don't know what I have written in my journal mm-hmm. at this point, <laughs> but um, I took that down in my notes, and I definitely plan to do that. So thank you. That's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay, so let's offer our words of inspiration. Barb, what do you have? Yeah, so I just want to say that your best is in front of you and um, keep your next best significant step um, in front of you or know your next best significant step. And I have a quote from um, President Barack Obama that says, if you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. That's a word. (laughs) Chase, how about you? I referred to it earlier. Um, It's actually in my wife's book. Um, You win some, you learn some. Mm. And, you know, that really just leapt off the page when I I read it because it's so true. I I think 
the fear of failure is, is a real thing or mm-hmm. even the fear of success. Yeah. And I think that places a, an undue amount of pressure, you know, on the person to perform for his or herself um, and then also for, for onlookers. But when you remove that fear of impression, um, you know, and that fear of failure, then mm-hmm. it kind of liberates you to just go out and try and to do and realize that if it doesn't work out 100% like I anticipated or saw in my head, that's okay because I learned a valuable lesson in the process. Beautiful. Exactly. So cheers to winning and learning. How about you, Krista? (laughs) My quote is, don't ask me who wrote it because I don't remember. (laughs) Um, But it's a woman who says, and you scare people because you are whole all by yourself. Wow. And um, Okay. So my word is simply that. It's very self-explanatory, but just really work on you at bare minimum. Uh, I'm trying to become whole within yourself before you add anything else, and you'll be surprised at what you can do. So there's that. And in addition to that, um, I know that we love reading. I mentioned earlier trying to do less phoning and more reading before bed. So what are some good books that you have been reading lately that you can share? Barb, how about you? Well, um, John Maxwell, Today Matters, and, you know, it just scales down our big dreams into what we do today. So Today Matters and Make It Count. Nice. I've actually been reading uh, Crazy Love by Francis Chan. It's like my second time reading the book, but I love it. And uh, it just talks about the all-consuming, overwhelming love of God. Um, and it, it does, uh, Francis does a tremendous job of painting illustrations and illustrating the true grace and and love of God and his relentless pursuit of us. And I think, you know, with everything that we've been talking today and just living life, I think it's important to be able to take that step back and remind yourself that, you know, I might skim my knee, I might fall, I might stumble, uh, I might make mistakes in the Mm -hmm. process, but at the end of the day, like, you're still accepted and loved by God. And that's, you know, so liberating. And uh, yeah, so that's what I've been reading. And for me, I have been reading, I'm not going to lie, I have not finished it yet, but it's a (laughs) book called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I said his name very confidently, but I'm not sure I pronounced it right. (laughs) Um, But it pretty much just talk about um, how you change your life by changing your habits, and it helps you to identify certain cues that trigger those habits. Um, The cues go into uh, routine, um, which ultimately go into reward. So I'm very, very excited about this book. And from what I've read thus far, it's an incredible read. So again, that's The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And yeah, I'm excited. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I have had such a great time um, with this episode with you. Um, this is not the last. <laughs> so um, it's just been a beautiful time. Thank you for coming. Thank you for all of our listeners. Um, today we spoke about a lot of things, but our main topic was this time next year. And we are just looking so forward to, we're virtually looking forward to, we don't um, know you intimately, but um, yet and still we support you. Um, in what you're going to be doing next year and look forward um, to you making each and every one of those goals. Don't forget to um, just stop and smell some flowers and hug people along the way. That really matters as well. And your best is in front of you. 
your best is in front of you, no matter how much you've accomplished, no matter how best your best has been so far, you still have a better best to achieve. We love you and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Thrive Matters podcast. Greetings to all of our Thrivers and a warm welcome to our new Thrive listeners. We hope everyone was inspired to know more, do more, and be more. Be sure to tune in next time. Until then, check out our blog at thethrivematters.com. And please feel free to leave comments and questions on the Contact Us page. Happy Happy thriving. Thriving!